If you have some slow time this summer and you want to do something to work on your visibility or your brand, one simple thing that you can do is to just update your LinkedIn profile. Because in a lot of ways, it serves as your digital professional homepage. And if you are a coach, a consultant, a service provider, you probably have a website for your company or your work, or you have some other ways that you're showing up online. But the thing is, if you Google most people, your LinkedIn profile is going to be one of the top things that comes up. And that's your personal profile. And in preparation for this episode, I scrolled back to this LinkedIn poll that I did back in 2021, where I asked people to Google themselves and see what the first thing in Google to pop up was. And so I looked at it and it turns out 120 people voted in the poll, 63%. So this was the clear winner. 63% of people reported back that yes, it was their personal LinkedIn profile that showed up in the top spot. And this just goes to show LinkedIn is such a trusted site in the eyes of Google. And so it's going to bring up your profile, whether you have like optimized it or not, when people look for you as a result of your business, your brand, your visibility efforts. And so I just did it right now before I started recording this episode. And still the first thing to pop up for me was my LinkedIn. And then it was my website. Then it was some podcasts that I was on. My Instagram was on page one, but LinkedIn was definitely the top thing. And so, like I said, as your visibility snowballs, people are going to start Googling you and you want a solid updated LinkedIn profile for when that happens. So in this episode, I'm going to give you an over the shoulder listen as I update my own LinkedIn profile, which just to be very honest, has been a little neglected as I've supported other change makers with their LinkedIn. I've had some cobbler's children's syndrome around this and that's okay. It happens to the best of us, right? And my hope is that you can take inspiration from what I'm doing in this episode to then update your own LinkedIn profile as you get ready for your Q3 plans or whatever you've got coming down the pike. So keep on listening. Hey, I'm Tanya Bhattacharya, and you are listening to the Campfire Circle podcast. We are all about breaking down the boardroom table as the ultimate space of leadership and instead replacing it with a campfire because that's where we share our stories. That's where we build warm community. And that is where there's always room. I'm building an impactful business in public through thought leadership, and I'm taking you behind the scenes all along the way. So if you want to stand out as you stand up for your mission, you are in the right place. Okay, so before we hop into it, I just want to share the number one problem that I see with folks' LinkedIn profiles. And that would be that they look like resumes. And if you're a coach, a consultant, a service provider, like an impactful business owner, you want to show up more like a resource than a resume. If you're actively looking for a full-time job, maybe this isn't the right episode for you. But if your goal is to find right fit clients, vision aligned referral sources, amplifiers who are down to invite you on their stages and collaborate with you, then you want to show up as a resource, right? You want to show your passion, your lived experience, your credibility, not a boring bio, right? And as you position yourself as that resource, it creates top of mind trust. All right, so I've got my LinkedIn profile open and let's start above the fold. That's an old newspaper term, by the way. It's like the part of the newspaper that you would see right away before you opened the actual paper to see the rest of it. 
So similarly, when you go to someone's LinkedIn profile, whether that's on your phone or on a desktop, it's everything above the button to message someone. That's what you see first. That's the first impression when they visit your profile. That's your cover banner, your headshot, your headline, all that stuff that shows up immediately. And while my medium is words, I'm a words person. I focus on brand messaging, on language. I can admit that a picture does indeed speak a thousand words. And I'm realizing it's definitely time for me to update my cover banner. And what I mean by cover banner is it's that rectangular box that shows up at the very, very top. If you've never updated yours, it will be a light blue box with some like geometric shapes. And as for me, I've had the same cover banner since starting my business over two years ago. And it has one of my key brand messages, which is it says stand out as you stand up for your mission which has worked, right? Which is fine. And I want to reiterate something I really harp on with my clients, which is that you can't get this work wrong, right? If you're showing up and you're sharing a piece of yourself that evokes an emotion, a response, a feeling in your ideal audience, that is great. But for me in this moment, I believe that I'm ready for my next iteration of the cover banner. And I always tell people, like you want this to represent something that you want to be known for. So if you want more speaking engagements, have a picture of you speaking on the stage. If you want more people to listen to your podcast, feature something about your podcast. If you got a group coaching program you're getting ready to launch, put something about that there. And I realize we're multifaceted individuals and we've all got several things that we would want people to do. But my recommendation is to pick one thing, like one action, one piece that you want someone to take action on, right? Or the thing you want to be most known for. And so what I'm going to do is update this to promote my weekly newsletter, which I've recently productized, meaning it has a name, it has a soul. I consider it as part of my offer suite. Yes, it's free. I put as much value into it as possible. And it's it's called the Firestarter. And it's a, a weekly resource that goes out every Wednesday with a lazy on LinkedIn tip, insights on what I see working right now other resources. And so it makes sense as a first point of entry into my world beyond LinkedIn. So if somebody finds me from another comment that I've left or just sees my post in the feed because their friend has engaged with it, like I want them to easily know once they land on my profile, okay, this is like a next step. This is how I can get further along in my learning journey with her. So what I'll create or actually what my amazing, talented, VA Mickey will create, because remember, I'm, I'm about words, not about Canva. We're going to get a simple cover banner together, right? That I don't know exactly what it'll include. It'll probably include the name of the newsletter. Maybe it'll have some social proof about the newsletter, if that fits. Maybe the number of people who are getting the newsletter, like something like join a thousand plus change makers who get this weekly resource, something like that. Maybe possibly a vanity URL like lumosmarketing.co slash newsletter. A cover banner isn't clickable though. So it'd have to be something simple enough so that someone could just type it in and like easily get there. So we'll see, like not all of that's going to fit or it would be, be too noisy if it all did fit. But by the time this episode airs, you'll be able to go to my profile and see what we ended up doing because it will be live by then. And I'll also change the link at the top of my profile to that same URL so that it all matches. All right, so what's next? So I'm not going to change the headshot or the hashtags or anything with, with that. Those look good to me still. And by the way, just to be clear, this is simply an overview of what I am changing in real time as of July 6th as I record this. 
as I go through my profile, it's not a deep dive on the specific tactics of every part of a profile. Like I'm not about gatekeeping information and I want to be respectful to the folks who are in my thought leadership clarity course, which goes into this like step by step by step details on updating your profile. But as I look at this, there's one thing that pops out to me in my headline, which right now refers to supporting social impact leaders. And what's coming up for me in this moment is the language you use should reflect the language of the people you serve as much as you can. And so, you know, what I'm asking myself is, do the people that I work with refer to themselves or think of themselves as social impact leaders? And some definitely do, but I would actually like venture to say that's probably not the most aligned term in this moment. And so I'm going to change it to impactful business owners instead. I don't think we're ever going to find the one right term that that doesn't exist. Some people might call themselves change makers as coaches, consultants, service providers, or social entrepreneurs. There's so many different types of terminologies that you could pick. And I think the best thing to do here, like the best way to find out is really to invest time or resources in asking your audience and gleaning customer insights, right? Do surveys, have conversations with the people you've most enjoyed working with and want to serve more of, like maybe do a LinkedIn poll to find out what term your current audience is most drawn to out of that list of four in the LinkedIn poll. And at the end of the day, like we can let what we choose be enough, knowing that this is just a piece of the entire brand messaging puzzle. Like none of these pieces is going to make or break your business or brand. So I think you have to do what you can, you test, and then you tweak, you let it go. So scrolling down beyond that, I think my featured section still looks pretty good. A lot of people ask me if they should be updating their featured section with fresh new content. And what I would say is maybe, so I think of the featured section as almost being like a bulletin board with a quick glance of the most value-packed assets that most represent your business and your brand. So for me, I've got a link to my website. I'm keeping that. I've got a link to the Business Insider article that I was interviewed for, where I go deep into being lazy on LinkedIn, which is like perfect. I've got the first podcast episode I did on the We Are For Good podcast, which is all about thought leadership on LinkedIn. And that's just like a slam dunk. I love that for me. And what I see next though, is a post that I made when I started my podcast, this podcast back in January of 2022, which is like a year and a half ago. So I think that has to go. That's like old news now. And so what I'll do now is I'll go to my analytics And I'm going to go to post impressions and I'm going to filter it to the last 365 days, so last year. And if you are doing this in real time with me, you'll see at this point the top performing posts of your last year. And again, there are some limitations to this. Like I just, my last podcast episode was all about tracking resonance versus reach. And so we know that there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes in terms of trust building that we just can't see. And sometimes we have to use the tools at our disposal. So for me, it looks like my top performing post over the last year, and you don't have to pick the last year, you could pick the last month, the last whatever, but it looks like the most people engaged with this post the most. It's it's one where I shared a tip about working backwards to come up with content ideas by going through your photos, your camera roll, your Google album to inspire a resource and a story to share. And so this is this was posted a while ago. Nobody's seen this in a while. So let's bring it to the featured section to give this some new light. 
I'm going to hit the three dots on the top right of the post and then select feature on top of profile. So that's, that's good. And then I'll, I'll, after this is, I'll, I'm going to reorder this. So that's not the first thing to show up, but I feel like another thing I should mention here is if you're just starting your visibility journey and you're not sure what you would want to place there, like you don't, you don't really have a podcast episode yet. You haven't really been active on LinkedIn that much or whatever, whatever the case may be. You're just not really sure what you'd want to put in your featured section. I think that this is actually a great opportunity to think what would I, in an ideal, like what would I love to put here? Is it me being a guest on this very specific podcast that is really listened to by the niche that I serve? Is it being published in this journal that's really credible in my sector? What are those dreamy things that you would love to put in your featured section that haven't happened yet? And what are the steps that you can take towards achieving that? So that's what I would think about if you're in that boat. Okay, so below that is the about section. And (laughs) this is the doozy. This is the big kahuna. This is the most impactful part of your LinkedIn profile. I know I said the top of the fold is important, but this is where the people who really want to know more about you, like this is where you share your story because you have 2,600 characters to play with here. This is by far the most, this is like your blank canvas. This is where you really get to express and share your passion, your lived experience, your credibility, like the things that make you you where you can speak to the specific problem that you solve, where you can paint a picture of the transformation you create and the visionary outcome that you're working towards, right? And this is not a boring bio, like no boring bios. You instead want to share the emotional implications of the problem that you solve, right? It's not just a cut and dry facts. It's not just your credentials or jargon. Like this is, I like to think of this as you creating a moment of shared humanity with the people who find your profile, because that is what will resonate. That is what will resonate with them, right? Some other things you could include here if you wanted to. I don't have this. I'm going to have to do this. This is a whole nother project I'm realizing, but I think you could include some social proof in here if you wanted, like testimonials. You could include the ways that you have available to work with people. I think you should get very specific and speak to the specific people that you most want to work with and enjoy serving so that they, when they read this, are like, oh, she's talking to me or he's talking there. This person is talking to me. You want to share your brand story, right? You want to share your brand story. And the whole thing won't fit, right? But pieces of it so that this will be what makes you relatable and positions you as someone who can get your audience from where they are to where they want to go. And that story might change over time, which is what I'm realizing like I need to spend some time on. So the story that I share in my about section and pretty much everywhere is my story of realizing how powerful owning our narrative is from when I supported women in new recovery, newly sober women in writing their recovery story. And then doing that for many years as I worked for a nonprofit, a mental health nonprofit, And then drawing a parallel to how sharing my own lived experience as a nonprofit executive really positioned us for new opportunities and gave us a much larger voice. And that still resonates. That still is my story. But in a few years, maybe that's the focus of that story will change. And so it's worth it periodically to take a look inward and ask, is this still the story that demonstrates my why? And of course, just to look through and update your stuff. For example, I'm seeing here that I still have information about my group coaching program that I no longer even offer. I don't even have that anymore. So I'm embarrassed. It's showing here in my about section, but none of us are perfect. 
it's fine. We just want to go through this every now and then. Okay, so finally, the last thing I'll do as I scroll down to the very bottom of my profile is just peek at my recommendations. And recommendations are powerful social proof. Other people have to leave you a recommendation. You can't stick one up there, right? You can't just add one. So I want you again to think about a specific thing that you are wanting people to hire you for, to partner with you on, to do with you, right? And yeah, there's probably a few things, but try to pick maybe the most important one to you right now in this moment, in this era of your business, and think about who has hired you or partnered with you on that thing in the past. And you loved working with them, right? They loved working with you. You both had a great experience. Take a few moments to ask those people for a recommendation, like three people, right? And you can do that right on LinkedIn. You just hit the plus sign and then click on ask for a recommendation. You do need to be connected with the folks that you ask. But what's cool about this, and I've mentioned this in other episodes, is you can repurpose those recommendations into testimonials for your website, for your media kit, for your launch content like wherever you want, right? Wherever you want. They kill two birds with one stone there. All right. I feel pretty productive. I'm glad we did this together. You can definitely see how our LinkedIn's are something we want to revisit every now and then. So maybe go ahead and schedule a little tickler on your calendar for six months from now, maybe even a year from now to just revisit and scan your profile again, because this really is a living, breathing landing page for your business and brand. And more importantly, like it's not really, it's less about LinkedIn changing their stuff. Like I care less about LinkedIn changing their algorithm and their tactics and like adding features. Yeah, you want to pay attention to that. But I care more about how your brand is changing and evolving over time, how your business is changing and evolving over time. That's why we want to keep revisiting this. And that's a great thing that our business and brand evolves over time. Otherwise, we'd we'd just be stagnant and bored. So Anyway, thanks for joining me. I hope you got something out of this. Be sure, like always, to let me know, reach out. It makes me so happy when I get a LinkedIn message from you all and you've shared what you got out of the episode. That's happening more and more. And it's like my favorite thing. I love it. So be sure to reach out via DM. Let me know what you got out of this episode, what you're going to be doing to your LinkedIn. And I will talk to you then. Take care. Okay, so you've heard from us. Now I want to hear from you. Leaving a review helps us so much in growing our reach and supporting more folks with this podcast. And even better, I would love for you to send me a note on LinkedIn with your takeaways from this episode. I cherish and respond to every message, so I can't wait to hear from you. And if you want to go even deeper, check out the show notes to take your next step.